Welcome to the Grow My Salon Business podcast, where we focus on the business side of hairdressing. I'm your host, Anthony Whitaker, and I'll be talking to thought leaders in the hairdressing industry, discussing insightful, provocative, and inspiring ideas that matter. So get ready to learn, get ready to be challenged, get ready to be inspired, and most importantly, get ready to grow your salon business. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Grow My Salon Business Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Whitaker, and as usual, it's great to have you here with us today. And whether this is your first time or your regular listener, uh, thank you for joining us on the Grow My Salon Business Podcast. So today it is just me, and so it's not going to be a long episode, but it is an important episode because it's something that frequently comes up in conversation. So uh, let's just jump straight in and get on with it. If you are someone who wants to build a business, what's really important to acknowledge is that you can't do it alone. You need the help and the support of other people with other specialist skill sets. You and your business don't exist in isolation. And despite how talented, how adaptable and how hardworking you are, even you can only do so much. So for the purpose of this podcast, I'm going to assume that growth is important to you. And because of that, you reach a point where you need to start thinking about the people on what I call your external team. Because if growth is the goal, then building the right external team is just as important as the people on your internal team. So what do I mean by that? Well, The internal team is those people that work in the salon and are generally providing hair and beauty services, whereas your external team are not hair and beauty professionals. Instead, they bring different skill sets that are essential to the business success. For example, if we're talking about the financial side of your business, there are external people such as a good bookkeeper, uh, an accountant or, or CPA. Uh, perhaps a financial advisor, and maybe a relationship with your banker. Then there'll be times when you need legal advice and representation. So you need to have a legal advisor, a lawyer, solicitor, attorney, whatever. Then in the operations, the management and general administration side of things, you need to consider potentially a personal assistant or uh, an administrator, uh, they might you know, come into the salon or into the office, or they might be a virtual assistant. Uh, perhaps you have a relationship with an HR company, uh, or perhaps you work with a recruitment agency or maybe a payroll company to look after your, your wages. Uh, then there might be an insurance breaker, broker sorry, to uh, meet all of your essential insurance needs. And hopefully, if you're smart, you will belong to one of the professional organizations that represent employers. And then depending on what other things you do in this industry, there's many people that also work as as educators or sometimes editorial or session stylists, uh, then perhaps you might have an agent. Um, Then other people will have a business coach they work with consistently or periodically. Uh, Some of you may have an outsourced call center that handle all your salon bookings uh, instead of doing it uh, within the salon at reception desk. 
others will work with a training company to provide training and education for their team. Then, of course, there is the marketing side of things where you need to consider probably positions. Maybe the first one would be a graphic designer. Uh, and maybe, depending on how business is, uh, how big your business becomes, you might want to work with a branding agency uh, or someone who looks after your marketing. I would imagine that most of you have a website, and in most cases, you would uh, need expertise, outside expertise to build that. Some of you will also work with an SEO company or perhaps a social media agency. Uh, many of you will have a point of sale system, so you will have whoever provides that and the ongoing support that they offer. Or you might have a external IT specialist that looks after all your IT needs. You may have someone that comes in to do your salon merchandising. Then, of course, you have the salon facilities, meaning the physical space that you work in. So you might have a cleaning company that you engage, or you might just have a uh, a maintenance or handyman that comes to do all those odd jobs. Then, of course, there's those positions like an electrician, uh, a plumber, maybe a realtor, or a building or property manager. Then, of course, there is the product component to your business. So you need to consider who is your manufacturer or distributor, who calls on you, the sales rep or uh, a technician. So you can see what I mean. I, I don't know how many positions I've just gone and rattled off, maybe 15, maybe 20. And obviously, you don't start with all those people in place. But as you and your business grows, you will find that in varying degrees, you need to have a team of external experts that you can rely on. Some of them you will work with on a day-to-day -day basis. Others you may only touch base with once or twice a year. And, you know, Depending on the size of your business, you can potentially end up with having quite a few external providers that you work closely with. And they too become an essential part of your team. And so finding the right people for the right jobs who fit your budget and are reliable and deliver the expertise that you and your business need is a really important step. So you need to be intentional about developing that team and creating that team because they have a really important role to play in the success of your business. Now, obviously, the bigger the business is, the more important that team becomes and the more integrated they become into the workings of your business. But even if it's just you and you're working by yourself, at the very least, you will need the services of an accountant to do your taxes, and you've probably also had someone design a logo. And at the beginning, I know it's often tempting to be spinning a lot of these plates yourself and to get really scrappy and, you know, to be using friends and family to do an assortment of things, either free or at a very discounted rate. But when you get serious about your business, you need an expert in specialist areas. And just like your clients probably shouldn't do their own color or cut their own hair, you probably shouldn't pretend to be a graphic designer or an accountant or a website builder. And so there'll be a point where you really do need to take your business to the next level. So I'm going to pick out six off that list that I've just rattled off. And I'm going to focus on why you need them, because these six are probably the most important members of your external team. And I would argue that to whatever degree, you need to have them in place from day one. So 
First on my list is the role of an accountant. Now, I don't care if you're a business unit of one or 100, you need a professional to do your taxes and to ensure that you are legally compliant. Because otherwise, you're just getting off on the wrong foot right from the get-go. And as a bare minimum, uh, a professional to do your taxes and make your, sure that you are legally compliant is the bare minimum that they should do for you. But a good accountant can help take you and your business to another level. And just like you have good hairdressers and not so good hairdressers, it's the same with accountants. There are not a lot of hairdressers that love numbers and spreadsheets and analyzing the data in their businesses. And so, you know, the reason they need an accountant is because accountants, you know, love that stuff. And the reason that that you feel often intimidated or overwhelmed by it um, is that you don't always understand what it is that the numbers are saying to you. So for me, I want and need an accountant that not only can do their job well, but I need someone that also has the heart of a teacher, because if they don't or won't teach me what I need to know, then they're the wrong accountant for me. Now, I don't mean that I want them to teach me to be an accountant or teach me to do all my accounts. Uh, But what I do mean is that I need to understand everything that's going on in my business from a financial perspective. And I expect them to be able to advise me and to explain anything I don't understand, no matter how many times I ask. And believe me, I will ask fairly consistently (laughs) because it's important. And I really want to and have always wanted to drill down and have a deeper knowledge of what's going on at that level. So, Next is the bookkeeper. And before we just move on to the bookkeeper, I just want to say, you know, on that last point, and if you're not prepared to drill down and understand what's going on in your business at that financial level, then I'm going to say you shouldn't be in business right from the get-go because it's got disaster written all over it. So let's move back on and uh, address what I just touched on, which is a bookkeeper. Uh, A bookkeeper is not an accountant. And in most cases, with the right software and a little training, you could probably do your bookkeeping uh, in preparation for giving it to the accountant. And I'm not saying that you don't do that as it can get you closer to the beating heart of your business and really focused on the numbers. But as long as you understand what is being done with the books and you can dip in and out of it whenever you need to, then I'm going to suggest that you're better to get someone else to do your books because The right person will do it better and faster, which will free you up to do one of the many other tasks that only you can and should address. Now, one of the things I say that the bookkeeper and accountant need to do is to work well together. Sometimes the accountant may have a bookkeeper in-house. Other times they may have an agency that they work with and that they recommend. But either way, there needs to be a working relationship and an understanding uh, between the accountant and the bookkeeper. Now, next has to be legal advice. Now, I'm not talking about a friend's uncle or a next door neighbor or a client who offered to help. 
I'm talking about someone who is a professional lawyer, attorney, solicitor, whatever, who you have a professional relationship for when and if you need them. And, ho and hopefully you're not going to need them very often. But when you do need them, they are an important person to have on your team, whether that's for reading your lease agreement or uh, for handling any litigation with an unhappy client or staff member or for drawing up a contract with a building contractor. Whatever it is, you are in business. And so you need someone in your corner who you can rely on to deal with the legalities that being in business entails. And that leads into being a member of a professional organization for salon owners. To be really honest with you, it's beyond me why anyone in business in the hairdressing industry isn't a member of one of the professional organizations that represent employers. Whether it's organizations such as a professional beauty association in the United States or the Australian Hairdressing Council in Australia or the National Hairdressing and Beauty Federation in the UK. And I know that there are others in those countries uh, and in most other countries, but belonging to an organization like that to me is just essential. And, and you know, being in business isn't easy. Let's not pretend it is. And employment law can become incredibly complex and governments are frequently updating legislation and, and ignorance is no excuse. So again, if you're in business, then for a nominal fee, then you have all manner of support and sometimes legal advice at the end of the phone. So being a member of a professional organization for salon owners, for me, is, is a must from uh, day one. Uh, if you use them properly and if they're any good, you will more than uh, get back the value of whatever the fee is you have to pay to be a member. Okay, so the next on my list of external team members would be things that come under the general term of marketing. Now, probably starting with a graphic designer. Now, like everything, graphic designers can vary dramatically in the services they offer and the skills that they have. A lot of them know a little about marketing, but when it comes to marketing, they probably don't know any more than what you do. And you definitely understand your clients and this industry better than they do. So having a good relationship with a graphic designer who takes the time to understand your needs and who your target market are is a really important step in developing your brand identity. I'm lucky in that I have a great graphic designer who hand in hand with working with a website developer and a branding specialist have worked with us on relaunching our brand. And the easiest way to understand the importance of what I'm saying is probably to check out our website at growmysalonbusiness.com uh, to see what I mean. What, what's important here is that it captures our business as a brand and the products and services that we offer. And to do that successfully really does require a level of expertise that one person on their own doesn't have. It takes time. It's not cheap. But if you're building a business and you're serious about it, then developing all your branding and messaging is an important step as you get bigger. Now, when you just start off and it's a business unit of one or just you and maybe one other person, then you often do have to get a bit scrappy with this and it has to grow as your business and your cash flow does. But when the time comes to do that, I highly recommend that you take your, your the, the next step. 
Anyway, as your team and your business grows, uh, for the owner, there also becomes a sense of overwhelm with an avalanche of things that can sort of loosely be categorized under the term administration. Now, whether you outsource work to a virtual assistant or employ a personal office assistant or office administrator that can work closely with you, you need someone, okay? So either way, you know, having someone who is focused on admin and not on clients and hair is a welcome step that will it sort of unblocks a bottleneck that allows you to get more done and to be more organized in less time. So, you know, I, again, I highly recommend that, you know, you maybe just start off with someone who's doing a couple of hours a week, a day a week, a couple of days a week, and, and they grow into being that full-time person. And, you know, different stages with my business, I've had full-time people or I've had virtual assistants in different countries. I've had people that do a couple of hours or people that, that, that are, are just on call for whenever I need them. Uh, but, you know, in today's world, it's incredibly important to uh, to be able to get that support, and that support is out there and very accessible. So, look, we need to start wrapping up this episode. They're the 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 six, you know, key most important uh, people that I think you need to have on your external team. Uh, next week, we have another great guest on the show. So, if you don't already subscribe to the podcast, uh, do so on your favorite podcasting app so that you never miss an episode. And I just want to remind you that we have many free resources on our website from our weekly podcast uh, to the two-minute salon manager videos, as well as our paid-for resources, whether it's books or one-to-one coaching or our online courses. And relative to today's podcast, there are a couple of resources that I want to point you towards. Uh, First of all, my books, particularly Grow to Management and Grow 3 Team. A lot of what we've just discussed uh, comes from or is related to uh, contents covered in those two books. And if you want to find out more about us, then visit us at growmysalonbusiness.com. Or we're also on Instagram at Grow My Salon Business and TikTok at Grow My Salon Business. And I'll put those links in the show notes for today's podcast uh, uh, on our website. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review on the Apple Podcast app. So to wrap up, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Grow My Salon Business podcast. I look forward to having you join us again next week where we have another great guest. Until then, stay safe. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to connect with us, you'll find us at growmysalonbusiness.com or on Facebook and Instagram at growmysalonbusiness. And if you enjoyed tuning into our podcast, make sure that you subscribe, like, and share it with your friends. Until next time, this is Anthony Whitaker wishing you continued success.